rocking across the USA. David Essel in the box with you, gang. Welcome aboard to another edition of David Essel Alive, America's positive radio talk show, broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. One of my favorite bands, a Bush behind us here, just kicking it up a notch. <laughs> 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. Text us during the show, 941-266-7676. Proud to be part of the iHeart Premier Clear Channel Radio Network. Celebrating 23 years on the air, and it's because of your support that we're able to do this for as long as we have, and and we're going to keep it rocking. One of the most amazing blessings that I have every Saturday is I get a chance to interview three, four, five incredible authors that have been through a lot in their life, and they've come out to tell their story and also to share ideas and thoughts on what we can do to move our lives to the next level and to help others that might be struggling or suffering right now. Cynthia Luce is one of those people, the name of the book, Invisible Girl. And if you know of anyone, or maybe yourself, that has gone through the, the excruciating pain of being bullied, living on the streets, foster homes, in many cases, foster homes can be great for some people, but a lot of people get left behind in it. And there's many other ways that we're going to find out from Cynthia how people become invisible. But you may be thinking, like, what do I do now? If you're one of those people, or maybe you're standing on the outside saying, do I really want to get involved? And we're going to find out right now what the answers to those questions are. The name of the book, Invisible Girl, Cynthia Luce. Cynthia, welcome to the show. Hello, David. It's such an honor to be here. Well, it's great to be with you. Of course, we've had um, Marilla Scott on talking about your fiance's book, Bad to the Bone. That was awesome. And she is the person, Cynthia, how I found out about you, as a matter of fact. <laughs> isn't she amazing? <laughs> she is. She is. What a cool, connected world we live in. Isn't it true? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, so define Invisible Girl, the name of your book. Define that. What does that mean? Invisible girl is, is basically not just for girls, but for people who are deemed invisible in society, who are kind of neglected and left behind and aren't acknowledged with, you know, what, what they're going through. So if they're going through something painful like child abuse and bullying, a lot of people like to turn their heads and not acknowledge what's going on. And, and when you say, even though the title is Invisible Girl, you're saying it could be boys. What about seniors? Seniors, uh, young adults, teenagers, children. It could be anybody. Yeah. Invisible, meaning what's the definite? What, what, what do you mean by invisible exactly? That they're behind the scenes, they're left behind, they're. All of the above. I mean, if, if you see somebody that's going through something and you choose not to acknowledge it or they're constantly ignored and something's obviously wrong when people turn their head, that person is invisible. You know, I, I, I think of as you're talking right now, Cynthia, one of the experiences that radically changed my life had to do with the homeless. And until this one experience where I was actually forced to be sitting on a roadside holding a homeless man who had just got hit head on by a car, I looked at them from a totally different experience. I would shy away from them, not looking them in the eyes, that type of thing. And they were an incredibly invisible part of society to me until that day. It's amazing how one, you know... uh instance can kind of change your whole perspective on something, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. What What is your life like? How did you come to write this book? And what part of the book is about you being invisible? 
Well, a lot of these stories um, I have personal uh, interest in and things that have happened to me. But my life is fantastic right now, and I've gotten through so many hurdles of my own. And I think that, you know, writing this book has really just let go of so much negativity and so much pain. It's unbelievable. Hmm. What was your most difficult experience as a child? I think overall was probably being bullied and, and being bullied through different stages of my life. And, and it was really hard on my soul. And so uh, as I became an adult, I had to learn to let go of that pain so I could further myself in my own life. Do you know why you were bullied, Cynthia? I was relatively a shy, introverted kid who kept quiet, but I had gone through so much abuse that I, that's the only way I knew how to be was invisible, to, to kind of stay away from everybody. And, and when, when they would bully you, do you remember what year it started and when did it end? Oh, it started at a very, very early age, being a, a poor child myself, and, and it, it ended uh, when I stopped it, when I was an adult. How did you stop it? I had to recognize that there was something wrong with my life and that I was letting people walk all over me and, and hurt me repeatedly and repeating negative cycles. So I had to recognize that first before I could stop it. So here, so did, were you ever, in growing up, being bullied and into young adulthood, did you become the victim? Did you ever recognize yourself as the victim? Oh, I wore that like war paint. That was my whole life. That was my entire existence. <laughs> I had it written right across my forehead, I am a victim. Right, 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 right. And, I, and I'm laughing, ladies and gentlemen, but I'm not laughing because of the fact that Cynthia has healed. I can laugh with a, a guest that's gone through something like this, just like I can laugh with a guest who was a former heroin addict, but it doesn't mean I'm laughing at victims right now or heroin addicts right now. Um, what were ways that you played that role of the victim? How did you play it? I was more not just introverted, but I kind of like when I say wear it like war paint. It was very apparent on the outside with my posture, my body language, the way I talked, that my sadness. It was all right there for basically for the taking. Anybody who saw it could use it against me. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, we forecast that out there, and people come running to take advantage of us, don't they? Absolutely, they do. Man, all you have to do is have that energy that's coming out from the heart and soul, that wound, that woundedness, that, that victim wound, and people are just looking to trounce on that. It's just an unbelievable. So, so when, you, when, you, for, when you came out and you broke through being the victim and you broke through, what was the reaction of people around you, family, close friends? Were anyone like, was anyone like pissed off? Like, who does she think she is? Because that's not who you were. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that, but yes, it's so funny. When you climb out of a hole and people are actually in that hole with you, they don't want to see you come out of it. So they do their best to try to pull you back in at a level that's comfortable for them. But for me, I recognize that, and that's when I started kind of making cuts in my life with people that, I, that were negative, that I didn't need to be around, that would only keep me in that position that I didn't want to be in. So, yeah, it, it did happen like that. Yeah, yeah, they're going, who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> you actually have a voice. We don't like that. <laughs> yeah, it's really strange how it happens, but it does. It, it really, really does. Um, we're going to be going to a break in a minute. We come back. We're going to be talking to Cynthia about a lot of different things. We're going to find out, has there been any other of difficult experiences as an adult once she broke away from the bullying and being the victim? 
Was there any kind of growing pain that she had to go through in her adult years that she can share with us? Next, I want to find out why is it so hard for us to reach out to the invisible? Why is it that we shy away from the homeless, from those that are bullied, from those that are abused? Why do we not want to get involved? And then, of course, we're going to look at the other side of that is what can we do? to get involved, to help people who are of the invisible ilk right now. The name of the book, Invisible Girl, my guest, Cynthia Luce. The, the website is going to be Cynthia-Luce.com. Check that out as well. We're coming back more with the Invisible Girl, the author, Cynthia Luce, with us right here. All of these shows are archived at TalkDavid.com. As of 9 p.m. Eastern time tonight, this very interview will be up at TalkDavid.com. For your friends and family that maybe missed it right now, you can go ahead and check it out then. Our website, talkdavid.com, the purpose of this program is to bring you to the next level. After these messages, we're continuing. Stay right there. Time. time to start living the life you've always dreamed of. I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, at talkdavid.com. We're giving away one million copies of The Power of Focus, and it's free at talkdavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at talkdavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Need toner? The Toner Kings sells all leading brands of toner cartridges to hundreds of businesses across the country. And Fortune 500 companies like Lockheed Martin, American Red Cross, and Excellus Blue Cross, just to name a few. Just head online to thetonerkings.com. Order toner and save up to 60% off dealer pricing with their 100% guarantee. You can try a new cost-effective toner solution with no risk. Visit thetonerkings.com. Mention you heard this ad on XM Radio and get an additional 20% off your first toner order. Did you know that in just three hours, your life can be radically changed? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. Every month, we offer a low-cost, three-hour seminar that you can join from anywhere in the USA for only $27. Our life-changing topics range from financial freedom to love and relationships, as well as our motivational seminar, Change Your Life Now. Visit TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com right now. And sign up for only $27. Have you ever wondered why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. For 22 years, we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success. If you're ready, contact me at talkdavid.com today. Our one-on-one sessions are so effective that you will absolutely create the life you desire. And programs begin as low as $100. One-on-one with me, David Essel, at Talk david.com need toner the toner kings sells all leading brands of toner cartridges to hundreds of businesses across the country and fortune 500 companies like lockheed martin american red cross and excellus blue cross just to name a few just head online to the tonerkings.com order toner and save up to 60 percent off dealer pricing with their 100 percent guarantee you can try a new cost-effective toner solution with no risk visit the tonerkings.com mention you heard this ad on xm radio and get an additional 20 percent off your first toner order 
When I began working with David Essel, I was a single mom, completely disempowered and living in fear. Clients who have worked one-on-one with Master Life Coach David Essel are learning how to change their lives. And now, just one year later, I am the executive director of a nonprofit and really feeling my power in the world. Their success has come from focus and accountability with David, and the same can happen for you. Life coaching programs start at under $200, so visit TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. Are you exhausted in life, feeling that whatever you do is never enough to see lasting change? I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, yours at talkdavid.com. We're giving away 1 million copies of The Power of Focus free at talkdavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at talkdavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Would you like to learn the secrets of the most successful people in life to radically change your life and then help others do the same? Hi, I'm David Essel. Since 1996, we've been teaching people from all over the world how to become certified life coaches. These classes can be done in person or via teleconference from anywhere in the USA. And we even offer these life-changing courses via a one-on-one option. Our certification is so effective that it's the only one offered in the USA on a college campus. Visit LifeCoachUniverse.com. That's LifeCoachUniverse.com. You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. What a great song Nathan found. You too. Uh, I'm not invisible. The last lyrics, of course, that goes hand in hand with uh, my guest Cynthia Luce, Invisible Girl. Phenomenal, phenomenal look at life and how do we break out of being the victim and all the people that are invisible right now, children, homeless, seniors, everywhere in between. 1-800-548-TALK. Uh, text us anytime during the show, 941-266-7676. Cynthia, you talked about being bullied as a, as a young child going into your young adulthood. Anything after you got out of the bullying, was there any other type of, of torment that you went through, challenges that you went through that you had a break after you broke the bullying? Absolutely. You know, I went through many different cycles, but mostly the cycle of negativity that I, I repeated in my life. And I had to stop and look at my life and see why I kept attracting these these people that were not just horrible but to me, but just absolutely terrible people. And I had to look at that and know that I did not want to keep having that in my life. So I had to find where to stop it. And, what, and where, where do you stop it? Like, did you get help? Did you reach out? Did you ask, you know, like people to help to retrain your brain? Did you do techniques to retrain it? What, 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 what's the breakthrough? I was fortunate enough to meet with Marilis Scott, Oprah's ambassador of hope, in consulting for my my book, and she has just been one of those positive catalysts in my life that has helped me understand all of these patterns and and really helped mentor me to put a stop to this. I've been so fortunate. And it was just like lighting a spark. 
and that grew into this flame. And it's just been just one of those incredible processes and in transforming me. If if you look at the coolest thing that you've become today, what would that be? <laughs> everything that I am, everything that I am, the very core of me. I'm so uh, I'm on fire right now, and I feel it, and, mm. and my soul, and all the way to my fingertips is just—it's incredible. Why do you think that that people back away from invisible people, whether they're we're, we're, you know, like we know a child is being abused at home, or? You know, we see a runaway or we see the homeless or we see seniors that are neglected. Why do you think it's so hard for people to reach out and get involved? I believe it's because of fear and discomfort. A lot of people don't want to acknowledge it and don't want to get involved for fear of what might happen to them, their own consequences, or fear of actually having to deal with it. So I think it's a combination of a couple of things. The solutions for for our listeners right now, how do people get involved in working with the invisible people in society? What are your recommendations? Showing compassion, love, comfort, and all-around goodness. It's, it's such a simple task sometimes to be able to reach out your hand and say, how can I help you? It's really, it's really easier than it looks. If, can you share with us any other stories uh, of maybe it's youth that you've worked with or seniors or young men that have felt invisible, where, they, where you met them, what their life was like, and how they've changed? I have met you know, several people along the way through my journey, and I have you know, noticed you know, certain patterns with people that have gone through similar things that I've gone through. And when you are able to sit there and, and kind of point it out and give them solutions, it's like a world of change for their own environment and for their own lives. So there's, just, there's so, many of it, so many of them. I, I look at so, some of these things that we're talking about for for many people. It's almost like the untouchables in, in in India. You know, we have a tendency to compartmentalize people, Cynthia, don't we? And we put them to the side, and we don't want to talk about the problems. We don't want to think that we could have anything to do with it. It reminds me of the way that many parts of the world react to certain caste systems almost. And we say here in the USA that we don't have that, but I wonder if we do. You know, I think there, there's so much that we could do if we just acknowledge what is going on around us. And I know that we have busy lives, but sometimes we have to stop and ask questions and, and be compassionate and giving of ourselves in order to help other people heal. And it's also the same thing for us that when we need to heal is understanding that there's, there's a lot that we can do and actually put it into action. Why do you think bullies become bullies? I think part of it is environmental, things that they're seeing at home, things that they're experiencing, and I think that they, they take that with them and, and they act it out. If there was, if there was one goal, if you, if you wished and hoped that everyone who read your book, Invisible Girl, walked away with one thought, one concept, one understanding, is there any one message that you hope people reading the book would walk away with? Don't judge. Don't judge and, and be compassionate. I think that is just one of the, the biggest things, is not being a judgmental person and understand that people walk in their own paths and you don't know what's gotten them to that place. And, and showing compassion is just, that's what we're meant for, I believe. Yeah. You know, I remember going back to my own experience, which I won't re- recite right now, maybe later on in the show, but 
I, I remember I, I was put in a situation, Cynthia, to, to hold this homeless man as I was talking about they got hit by a car. And from that second on, no matter how dirty, how grubby, how smelly, how whatever, the homeless that I've met since, they, I have not experienced any type of revulsion. As a matter of fact, I experienced more of what you're saying, compassion and empathy and a desire to help. But I will tell you, if I wasn't put in that situation I was, I don't know if I voluntarily would have done it. And what you're asking us to do today is to voluntarily get involved. Yes, and that's exactly what I'm trying to say is voluntarily do it. If you see something that's not looking like it's right, especially for the child, if you see a child that's going through something, ask questions. Put your hand out and say, let me help you. We, we need to do that more as a society and as human beings. But the the whole concept of bullying has gotten more and more attention, which is absolutely awesome. Are are you involved in any organizations in regards to bullying now? Not at the moment, but I am um, working on some stuff that has to do with bullying. And right now that's the, the major issue as we're looking around in society. We're seeing more of it on the news. We're seeing it more, you know, everywhere. So I'm trying to kind of collectively open everybody's eyes instead of, you know, telling children to suck it up and, and you know, do this and do that, to, to be a part of the solution and not ignore it. Yeah, it, it really needs to be. I mean, we, we see it constantly now, and it's the saddest thing in the world, destruction of a child's self-esteem. And as we know, many people, Cynthia, you're very fortunate, a lot of people never get out of that victim-bullying cycle. The fact that you have will give others a lot of hope. And if you know someone who feels like they are an invisible child or young adult or adult, may, ask them to pick up the book, Invisible Girl. Cynthia Luce is the author who we've been talking to right now. The website Cynthia Luce, that's Cynthia-L-U-C-E.com. Cynthia, wonderful to have you on the program. Thanks so much for sharing your energy and time. Thank you so much. This is an absolutely amazing opportunity for me. Good. We'll, get, we'll keep the message going out there, Cynthia, and great luck with your projects. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay. Bye-bye now. Bye. Our toll-free number, 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. Text us during the show, 941-266-7676, 941-266-7676. We will be getting to all of your emails. We'll be getting to your text. We'll be doing everything in our power in just a few seconds to get your questions answered. I know there's a lot of people that during the weekend on Saturdays send us text emails. They want to know, what do I do here with this dating relationship? What do I do here with this sexual challenge? What do I do here with this business challenge? We're going to get to all of them in just a couple minutes. Again, 1-800-548-TALK. Text us during the show, 941-266-7676. And if you know anyone who's been invisible in life, ask them to listen to the ARC 9 p.m. Eastern tonight at talkdavid.com. I'm David Essel. Stay there.
You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Ah, coast to coast every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Welcome aboard, gang. 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. Text us during the show, 941 941- Two six six seven six seven six nine four one two six six seven six seven six. Really proud to be part of the iHeart Premier Clear Channel Radio Network. Again, Saturday, six to nine Eastern, three to six Pacific. Broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, as we do every Saturday. I'm going to get to all these texts. We've got the one earlier. I was I was referencing these in the first hour, and we never got to all of them about. Uh, one of our listeners really angry at the fact, actually, we're talking about being a victim here, that uh, her girlfriends, several of them don't work. It makes her very angry. Uh, someone else just ended a long-term crazy relationship 30 days ago, and they want to know why they're feeling so emotional, why are they crying, why are they depressed, why are they so angry, uh, and so many other ones. So let's just jump right into it. My girlfriends, several of them, by the way, do not work. It makes me really angry. I work hard. I barely make it. It just doesn't seem fair. And and let me let me comment about a couple things here. When I use the word victim, I'm not using it in a condescending way. I'm using it as a fact. Big difference. So that type of a mindset comes from a victim mindset. Someone has something that I don't, and I'm angry about it. It's not right. It's not fair. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if someone gets a two-hour lunch break and you only get 30 minutes and how unfair that is. And, you know, uh, someone's a golden boy or a golden girl and they get away with murder in high school or college. They don't have to work as hard as I do. All of that is coming from a victim perspective. And we have a YouTube video on YouTube, obviously, called Victims Never Heal. If you want to, go to YouTube in the search box, put David Essel Victims, and you will find the video, Victims Never Heal, and you'll read it. As long as we're a victim, which is an extremely powerful addiction to a specific thought, we can't heal. It's impossible to heal. So let me tell you how victimhood becomes an addiction. So we have a thought process. We'll just stay with the one that our listener sent in. We have a thought process that says it's not fair. She gets to stay home. She gets to do whatever she wants. She doesn't have to work. I have to scrounge for money. So we have that thought. Eh, let's say we had it a year ago. And it started on a Saturday at 6 p.m., and we have that thought because maybe the girlfriend called us up and said, hey, you know what, there's this really cool thing happening Monday at noon, and if there's any way you can get out of work, come and join me. And all of a sudden, the seed was planted. I can't believe she even said that. She knows I have to work Mondays at noon, blah, 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 right? So it happens on a year ago on a, on a Saturday. So that creates a resentment. So the next day we're thinking about it. Monday at noon comes. It pops into our head. You know what? I can't believe that she's going to this thing. She hasn't had to work in 20 years, and I have to work every day. And all of a sudden, there's another release of a chemical that encourages us to have the thought again. So maybe that night we're talking to someone we know. and We go, you know, it makes me sick that these women don't have to work. There's the release of a chemical. It feels right. To feel righteous and to judge others starts to feel normal. 
And the more we have those thoughts and the more we say them to ourselves or others, the more chemical releases, adrenaline, let's say, in the brain, making us feel more righteous. And you can imagine what happens. 365 days later or 20 years later, we have such an ingrained negative, addicted response to judgment, to victimhood, that we don't know any other way, and we actually begin to think it's normal. We've accepted that I have a right to be pissed off that someone has more money than I do. I have a right to be pissed off that someone has a better body than I do, and they wear that skimpy bathing suit, or they wear that, those skimpy clothes, and who the hell does she think she is? Comprende? So this addictive thought process continues to release chemicals in the brain, and all of a sudden, over the course of a very short period of time, it starts to feel normal. Now, what does that mean? That means when you try to pull yourself out of being a victim and being jealous or being insecure or whatever other emotions are coming up, it won't feel normal. You're going to hate it. It's going to feel like crap because you can't be righteous anymore. You're not going to be judgmental anymore, and it will take a while to break that chemical reaction. You will go through a withdrawal. The withdrawal will be something similar like, oh, my gosh, I'm not supposed to think that. Holy cow, I, for the last five minutes, I've been angry at this person. I have to really jump out of this. And there's going to be this sort of like a battle of the angel and devil on your shoulders. And I'm being very sincere when I say this. Because the chemicals have been being released and you're the victim, you're the gossiper, you're the whatever, when those chemicals stop being released, we're not going to feel normal. And in that abnormal state, you are healing. Does that make sense? It is really, really powerful. It is unbelievably powerful. Any of these type of victim mentality, victim statements, victim thoughts that we have, it's the same thing with gossip. You know, people become very righteous with gossip. So Lindsay Lohan is doing something. Justin Bieber is doing something. And here we want to talk about it. You know, we want to talk negatively about it. So we feel bigger than, better than, whatever it might be. Um, A friend slash acquaintance of mine committed suicide this week. And when I heard of it, uh, it was someone that I had been uh, friends with in the gym. And I saw him almost every day for a year. And we would talk. 10 minutes here, 15 minutes there, but we talked really consistently. So when I heard that he had committed suicide, geez, I mean, there was a lot of empathy and compassion. I could understand why he might have done that. But one of the things that happens with a lot of people around us is that there are a lot of people that want to berate and to judge this very person I'm talking about. So I come into the gym, and sure enough, there are people there that want to feel greater than, bigger than, better than, and have all kinds of comments about why he did it and why it's so wrong, and the list goes on and on, right? So those people are creating addictive mind thoughts. They probably had them long before this gentleman committed suicide about other people in society. So the minute something like this happens, they feel normal talking about him, putting him down. It feels normal. And and that's why it's really hard for us to break the thought concept of judgment, of gossip, of being the victim, of being angry at people that get life easy, 
that kind of thing. You know, when, when I, I, I do seminars every month, go to talkdavid.com. You'll see the next three months are up there, the different topics. And when we do the one on financial freedom, it's only $27. You can join us from anywhere in the USA via teleconference, just $27 for the two-hour presentations. When I talk about money, one of the things we say is, you know, any envy or jealousy that we have towards people with a lot of money is going to keep us stuck in financial challenges. Once we get to the point of celebrating people with a lot of money and saying, oh, that's so awesome that he got the seventh Maserati. <laughs> and I mean this sincerely. You know, that's so great that, that she got that big raise. This is so awesome they just bought a second beach house. This is whatever it might be. When we go to the place of actually being the champion for their financial abundance, that means we're on the right path. But until we get to that place of championing people who are successful and have more than we do, until we get to the place of saying that I am so happy for my friend that she doesn't have to work, that is so great that her husband makes enough money that she can stay at home and just chill out and go to the gym and have wine at noon or whatever it is that we're jealous of, right? When we can start to celebrate other people's success, we know we are on the path to greater success for ourselves. But as we get stuck in the victimhood, as we get stuck in the blame game, as we get stuck in this whole thing about life isn't fair and they always have it made and she always attracts the guys that are great looking with a lot of money or she always attracts guys that have great bodies and how come I can't or whatever it is. As long as we're stuck in that mindset, we will not be bringing greatness into our lives. We're going to play small. We're going to be small. We're going to act small because we're thinking small. But the minute we break out of that addicted mindset and start to look at people and be happy for their successes, when in the past we would have been jealous or envious of their success, oh, my gosh, your life will rock. We've been seeing this happening for 25 years. If you want more help with this, email me at talkdavid.com. I'll help you get your life rocking. But you're not going to get there with jealousy, insecurity, judgment, victimhood. Okay, does that make sense? Email me at talkdavid.com. After these messages, we're coming back more with one of our listeners ended a long-term crazy relationship, and she doesn't know why she's upset and mad and sad and crying and everything else. We're going to give the answer to that. Also, I got a text in asking if I would tell my homeless story. That's coming up next, too. 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. Text us, 941-266-7676. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. Feeling that whatever you do is never enough to see lasting change? I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, yours at talkdavid.com. We're giving away 1 million copies of The Power of Focus free at talkdavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at talkdavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Office machines and toner are a fact of life in every business. But why pay high dealer prices for your toner cartridges? 
Call the Toner Kings. They sell all toner cartridges for up to 60% less. The Toner Kings have been in business for over 18 years, and they offer free shipping and a 100% quality guarantee on every purchase. So head online to thetonerkings.com. That's thetonerkings.com. Mention you heard this ad on XM Radio and get an additional 20% off your first toner order. Did you know that in just three hours, your life can be radically changed? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. Every month, we offer a low-cost, three-hour seminar that you can join from anywhere in the USA for only $27. Our life-changing topics range from financial freedom to love and relationships, as well as our motivational seminar, Change Your Life Now. Visit TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com right now. And sign up for only $27. Have you ever wondered why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. For 22 years, we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success. If you're ready, contact me at TalkDavid.com today. Our one-on-one sessions are so effective that you will absolutely create the life you desire. And programs begin as low as $100. One-on-one with me, David Essel, at TalkDavid.com. David.com. Is your relationship operating at its highest potential or is it faltering and you see yourselves drifting farther and farther apart? Or are you single right now trying to figure out what went wrong in the past so you can finally find and keep deep love? Let Master Life Coach David Essel help you resurrect or save your current relationship or help prepare you to find the love you desire today. Visit TalkDavid.com to read the testimonials about David's work. Love is the answer. Let today be the day. Visit TalkDavid.com. Do you often feel like you've hit a dead end in life? Like no matter what you do, the challenges just keep coming back over and over again? Well, maybe it's time you read the inspirational book, Rockstar, Finding God's Purpose for Your Life. Rockstar, David Essel's sixth top-selling book, is a powerful parable that will give you the inspirational tools and strength needed to finally bring your life to a whole new level. Order Rockstar by David Essel for only $7.95 at Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com today. The powerful book, offering a positive lift in our ever-challenging world. Are you ready to create the life you've always wanted? Here's what a few clients had to say about their coaching sessions with Master Life Coach David Essel. You know, in four short months, our sales have climbed more than 150% in what is termed a declining marketplace. I look forward to what we can continue to create together. David helped us rebuild our marriage after an affair. We can't imagine how we could have done this without him. You can have what these clients have found working one-on-one with David at TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. Life is short, and it's getting shorter every day. Are you finished procrastinating over your biggest goals in life? Would you like to finally make a lot more money or lose that extra fat? It's time to stop talking about goals and actually achieve them. Master Life Coach David Essel can help you accomplish your biggest goals in life. Register today for any of David's life coaching plans at TalkDavid.com and get an extra session with David absolutely free. Visit TalkDavid.com today. You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Now Mr. Motivation and the 
Fox with you right now. 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. Text us during the show. 941-266-7676. I'm going to be reading a text right now. I just ended a long-term crappy relationship 30 days ago. Why is it so hard when it was not right? I cry. I get depressed. I get angry. Everything in a row. Uh, Well, number one is there is a hormone released, a bonding hormone. Uh, it does, let me see if it says here how long, long-term relationship, uh, 13 years. Wow, that is a long one. Uh, oxytocin is released, the bonding chemical, the bonding hormone. Oxytocin is released, and we have it on a regular basis. Even if you go through ups and downs and you have some really hard, hard, hard times, there still is a release when the times aren't hard of having this person in your life. Uh, they live together. This couple live together. So having that person in your life creates that kind of flow. Maybe you get up, even if you get up three days a week and you're in a good mood and four days a week you're not in a good mood, those three days continue. When you hold hands or make love or hug, oxytocin's released. So when you end it a month ago, this is another form of withdrawal. You know, we, we, we start to cry. We might go into depression. This is withdrawal from oxytocin. Um, we could get really angry, which is another sign of withdrawal. I mean, all of this kind of stuff is saying we're not getting what we're used to getting. That's basically the bottom line here. The new is going to feel bad before it feels good. The freedom, the ending of the chaos and drama, you said a long-term crappy relationship, the ending of the chaos and drama is not going to feel good because you're used to the chaos and drama. So you wake up every day for 30 days and you don't have the nutso stuff going on. You don't have the crazy making going on. It's going to feel off, weird, bad. Now, this is the time. This is a crucial time in your life to start to heal yourself. Get professional help. We've done this for 25 years now. Email me at talkdavid.com. I can take you through a ton of exercises to help you get past this relationship that didn't work and prepare yourself for the future. And let me tell you, if you don't work with me or someone else, I will guarantee you you're going to repeat your past. Every time we get out of a crappy relationship, there's a part of us that says, I'm never going there again. I'm never going to date that kind of guy. I'm never going to date that kind of girl. I'm not going to whatever. But after 13 years of being in a crappy relationship, coming out of it and expecting you to change is nonsense. It's not going to happen unless you truly do change by doing some very deep, intense personal growth work. Because otherwise what will happen is is that you'll be attracted to someone else that will be very similar to this person. Could be totally different body style, obviously different face, could be a different income level. It doesn't matter. The insanity is the same. It's called the law of attraction. The odds are you're going to attract someone else that is going to end up in a crappy relationship. But you can avoid it. So when you work with someone, you're going to find out what your role was. Like one of the first things if I was working with you is I would say, why were you there for 13 years? When did the insanity start? Why did we stay that long? That's crucial to figure out. In other words, we need to look at all of the reasons that you were there that long. You know, people that we, I just worked with with a gentleman that was in a relationship for six months, and he ended it at six months because this partner did some really, really nasty things behind his back, and he ended it. Um, and then the next couple of months later, you, you know, they were going through this kind of a dance. He was long gone. And as I worked with him, he said, you know what? He became the savior. 
That's why he was there for as long as six months. When I asked him when it should have ended, he said, oh, my God, 30 days or less. He said, I should have been out of there within 30 days. And he wrote down and he showed me all the things that happened within the first 30 days. And I looked at him and, and he shook his head. I didn't say anything. He shook his head and said, I know it's disgusting. I said, oh, I didn't say it was disgusting. But what I want to know is why. And he felt bad for the person and he wanted to save her. And the list goes on and on. So now that he's getting clear and he sees his role, the odds of him doing it again are extremely tiny. Extremely tiny. But why? Because he's responsible for what happened. 1-800-548-TALK. He's not the victim. He's not blaming. He's going, no way, man. That's my deal. I did it. And I couldn't believe it when he walked out, how powerful he looked and felt. And I know his life is changing. 1-800-548-TALK. Text us, 941-266-7676. So this text came in. I've heard you mention several times about the homeless story that changed your life. How did that happen in one day? Well, basically, this is the story, and, and, and I love sharing it. I hope you're going to love hearing it. I was living in, in Sarasota, Florida, and I was going for a run, and my knee had really, I damaged my knee really badly. This was going back to around the year 2000. 2001. And uh, there was a big bridge right where I lived over uh, going over the, the intercoastal. And I had run over the bridge going in one direction. I was coming back and my knee just couldn't handle it. So I started walking. When I got to the top of the bridge, I'm looking down and there's, there's four lanes of traffic. And I see this guy darting in and out of traffic like he would start to run across and then he'd run back and he got he got missed getting hit several times and then i saw him sit on the ground i thought oh my god that is awesome he's gonna wait but no longer had i said to myself this is great he's gonna wait that he stood up again and he sprinted into traffic and he got hit head on I have never seen before that or since then what it looks like to have a body projected in the air, hit by a car going 40, 45 miles an hour. He had to go 30 feet in the air. It looked like a dummy flying through the air. It, It did not look like a human being. He went across the four lanes of traffic in the air and smashed down on the curb. And I, I couldn't, I sprinted. And what, now that I look back at it, I could barely hobble and walk with my knee. The minute he hit the ground, I was in a full sprint till I got there. I ripped off my sweater, rolled it up. He was screaming on the ground, just absolutely screaming in pain. And, and I did everything that the EMTs told me afterwards when the ambulance came that I shouldn't have done. But they got the wrong address. Someone called in an address, and someone got it, dispatcher, someone got it wrong. So instead of being there in three to four minutes, it was like 12 minutes. So as I got there and lifted up his head, I mean, obviously I could tell it was a homeless man. He had no teeth. Um, I grabbed his hand. He was screaming in so much pain. I grabbed his hand, I held it, and I just started talking to him in this very calm voice. You are not alone. I am with you. You are not alone. I am with you. And at the same time I'm saying that, and he's screaming, and there's tears coming out of his eyes, his eyes and my eyes connected. And I'll never, ever forget this, is that his eyes were strikingly beautiful blue eyes. And in that moment... I swear I was staring into the eyes of Christ. I saw the most amazing amount of love coming out of a man screaming in pain whose eyes were locked on my eyes. 
And I told him to keep squeezing my hand. I said, squeeze it. I said, when the pain comes, squeeze my hand as hard as you can. And he was holding on for dear life. And I'm looking directly in his eyes for the whole 13 minutes, praying, talking to him, praying, asking the angels to come and to help us. It was the longest, shortest 13 minutes of my life. I couldn't believe it was 13 minutes when they told me. And then at the same time, I knew it was taking forever. And I didn't know if the man could hang in there. After that, the story goes on. I filed to the hospital three days later, came up to check on him after surgery, followed him into the rehabilitation center, became friends with him, and and wrote about him in one of my books, Heaven on Earth. The story is in the book Heaven on Earth, and it transformed me. It changed me. I've never looked at a homeless person again. I look at them directly in their eyes on the street. I don't shy away. I don't back down. I know. I know who they are, and I hope that maybe you'll pick up something from this story and do the same. So many things we can do in this world to help others who are less fortunate, in a tough position. We have so much more coming out of the show. I'm David Essel. After these messages, stay right there. Have you ever wondered why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. For 22 years, we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success. If you're ready, contact me at TalkDavid.com today. Our one-on-one sessions are so effective that you will absolutely create the life you desire. And programs begin as low as $100. One-on-one with me, David Essel, at TalkDavid.com david.com